S&P 500 reached a new high for 2023. And all major indices finished the week higher. The S&P and the Dow have their longest winning streak since 2019. But this week is the final Fed meeting of the year. We have some other important economic reports. So how will the markets react? And also, how does this affect our open positions? And welcome with that to Coffee with Marcus and Mark. Today is Monday, December 11th. And in this show, we're going to talk to you about what's happening in the markets and how we are trading it. And boy, Mark, I mean, it's really fireworks in the markets and it doesn't seem to be slowing down. It seemed for a moment that we were slowing down, but then just continuing winning streak. You're right, Marcus. S&P and NASDAQ coming off their six straight weeks of gains. And uh, it looks like right now S&P up just a tiny bit, but it uh, looks like three days straight after that pullback that we saw last Wednesday. Yeah, I mean, it's it's <laughs> it does like what the heck? And then uh, I mean, right now, I said a little bit of a pause. If you look at a five minute chart, diddling along just right now, pushing a little bit higher and uh, super interesting today uh, because I looked at the heat map. The Magnificent Seven, they are not doing too well. Microsoft down, Apple down, NVIDIA, Amazon, Google, Meta. Look at this. Here we are. And uh, who's part of it? Tesla? Let's see. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Well, these are the Magnificent Seven now. <laughs> <laughs> Looks good to me. Yeah, tech in particular down a little bit. We have the NASDAQ down while the S&P and Dow are both making new highs for the year. Uh, but a little bit of a, a shift there in uh, money from the big players to uh, a nice little distribution and gains elsewhere. Yeah. And I mean, Friday was just a big day because Friday was the jobs report. And uh, I mean, it, it came out uh, a little bit worse than expected. And yet, overall, it all points to a soft landing. And a little bit later... We had the University of Michigan consumer sentiment that came in much higher than expected and the inflation expectations at the lowest level, I don't know, in several months. Exactly. So consumer sentiment, positive, inflation expectations down, jobs report a little bit better than expected, but which means it's worse for the Fed. But I think that this week it is really going to be the the real focus and that's because we have the fed statement on wednesday but also some key inflation data yeah i mean i i thought we just talked about uh, cpi and ppi but hey time is flying when you're having fun they are on deck again tomorrow the cpi data the uh consumer price data and then we have the producer price index uh this is coming out on wednesday Followed by, as you said, the Fed. First of all, the statement and then the press conference. Yeah, and I mean, this is where the Fed is expected to keep rates the same. Uh, but this data is important. The Fed has always said that they are data dependent and looking at uh, what the, the inflation numbers say. So uh, we'll, we'll see if there's uh, some market moving uh, activity or reports uh, prior to that statement. Yeah, because nothing going on today, and this is where we just see the markets are waiting for the big one tomorrow, I believe. And uh, right now, I'm actually a little bit surprised that they're drifting higher. I don't think that we'll see much of a follow through right now. And uh, when I say drifting higher, I really mean this. Look at this, the S&P up 8 points, 0.2%. 
the Dow 0.3% up, the Nasdaq just slightly down. I mean, these are not significant moves. Uh, there are big events coming this week and uh, the market seem to be waiting for it. Exactly. Now, uh, we should talk about crude oil for a moment because, I mean, crude oil, geez, I mean, on Friday, crude oil had a pretty good day. But uh, overall, I mean, seven consecutive weeks of moving lower and today lower again. And that's a seven week losing streak. So why, uh, while the uh, indices are on a six week winning streak, crude oil has been on a seven week losing streak. Yeah, interesting to see such a, a pretty significant slide, but today really quiet, even though we're down today, uh, quiet, looks like we're finding some support around 71 a barrel and uh, just got muted really at this point. Yeah. I looked at gold recently. Where, where does gold stand? Because gold also, uh, GC1, uh, there we go. <clears throat> oh, gold still hovering around 2000. But I mean, after making this this huge push higher, it uh, seems that we're having a little bit of a pullback here. Yeah, big jump first day of December and pulling back since. But it uh, looks like it's uh, trying to figure out what to do with the 2000 mark, 2000 announce. Yeah. All right, a few stocks on the move this morning. First of all, Macy's huge jump. Look at this wow. up, uh, what, almost 20% over the weekend. Yeah, big, big move there and opening the day higher, continuing to climb. Now, this uh, rally uh, all due to a buyout offer for Macy's that uh, would be $5.8 billion. Look at that. That values the shares at $21 a share. So there is a little bit of a discount, right? $21 a share. If it goes through right now, uh, it's trading at $20.75. If we just take today's move into consideration, we opened at $19.94, which was $1.06 below that offer. So there's some uncertainty. You know, is it going to go through? Uh, you know, what's going to happen next? But it looks like investors thinking that, hey, this is a good offer and likely at least based on what we're trading right now. And that's a jump of 19% based on Friday's close. Yeah, I'm a little bit surprised that we are closing that high to the 21. As I said, usually there's some more uncertainty, right? I mean, they received an offer. It's not a done deal. There's a lot sure. going on. Uh, but it seems that uh, investors are thinking it is a done deal because we are just trading 30 cents below uh, the $21 per share, uh, which is this offer. And again, it's just an offer. It hasn't gone through yet. So we'll see what happens there. And, you know, it's it, it's interesting because, Marcus, we traded Macy's over the years. You, uh, in particular, traded Macy's. And I, I did have some mastermind members that I was working with that have uh, traded this in 2023. And it did have a bit of a pullback there. Uh, but really nice to see this pop right up. Uh, I know that the traders that I've been working with have done very well. Uh, with Macy's and uh, this is just the icing on the cake here today. Yeah. However, if you and Macy's, I mean, I would take the money and run. I mean, it doesn't yep. get much better. I don't think it will jump above 21. I mean, why would it, right? The buyout offer is 21. It is so close. And this is where, hey, buy the rumor, sell the facts. I mean, this is right now the rumor uh, that they have a buyout offer. We don't know any details or some details, but uh, who knows if it's going through. So. I mean, don't jump into it right now. I mean, it's too late. Yeah. So, and if you somehow jumped in into the open or pre-market trading, I would take the money and run. Wouldn't you agree? I, I would. Yeah. If 
if I was assigned back at you know seventeen dollars and sold some calls, side dropped a little bit, sold calls last week, and then was looking at selling calls again this week. Uh, if I saw I was trading at twenty bucks this morning after closing last week at seventeen thirty nine, that is enough for me to say goodbye, Macy's. Time to move on. Yeah, jeez, I just noticed that uh, the ticker below. I forgot to delete the stuff from last week. So we're still showing uh, in the ticker below some stuff from last week. But here is all the the new stuff that is going on. And in terms of new stuff, I mean, last week also we had Boeing making a new high for 2023. FedEx making a new high for 2023. And also Costco. I mean, this just, it's Look big. And all of these are, um, I mean, two of these are consumer stocks. So the economy yeah. still seems to be strong. Looks like it. Gosh, look at Costco. Yeah, Costco keeps going. All right, some more news uh, from a stock that I'm actually in. Oxy, Occidental Petroleum, uh, today up 1% because they said that they are buying permanent producer Crown Rock for $12 billion. Is that an all cash deal? Jeez, if it is, good for them. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and I also see that they're raising their quarterly dividend to twenty-two cents a share from eighteen cents a share. Uh, but you know, this is interesting, Marcus, because typically when a company's buying another company, the company doing the buying is dropping, and the company getting bought is rising, right? Just like that uh, Macy's scenario. If uh, potentially Macy's getting bought, it's going up. And you said pre-market Oxy was down. Yeah but a nice recovery and now up 1%. Yeah, and I think this is because they have a double whammy, right? I mean, it's always good when a company says we are raising the dividend uh, to 22 cents. So, and I think this is where they say, well, we are buying it for 12 billion and raising the dividend, right? Uh, so this is where it's kind yeah. of a double whammy and it was almost like, oh yeah, we, we found uh, 12 billion somewhere and uh, we wanted to spend it before year's end. And uh, so we found uh, Crown Rock, so let's just buy it. I mean, Crown Rock, uh, a privately traded company, so we don't see what Crown Rock is doing here. Um, but hey, good for Oxy, good for my position. It does. Uh, I saw a headline saying um, Oxy said the deal will add about one billion in cash flow in the first year, based on uh, seventy dollars per barrel crude. So that's uh, so it bad seems at all. like a good deal. Yeah. All right. Now, before we look at our uh, positions, uh, we've got to talk about the, the holiday calendar. This is so much fun. Did you see the, the puzzle yesterday? You know, I was uh, doing some holiday decorating, and I am ashamed to say that I did not click on the puzzle yesterday. It is but... so cool. So again, our 25 days of Christmas yesterday, uh, you could actually do a puzzle. Look at this. It's so much fun to put this puzzle together. Uh, let's see. Oh, look at this. I already found two pieces. Nice. So, yeah, it's uh no, that doesn't work. This doesn't work. Okay. You get the idea. So, again, we are just having a lot of fun with the 25 days of, uh, of holidays here. Uh, if you're interested in this, uh, go to rockwelltrading.com slash holiday. We have a new surprise every day. Today, we're talking about the favorite holiday song. What's your favorite? Um... Man, put me on the spot. I know. I, I don't um, have any right now. Yeah, gosh. You know, I have to say, though, we over the weekend, 
Michael Bublé Christmas songs. He does a pretty good job of of doing the classics. So uh, really? maybe not not a one song there, but he does a good job. I have to say. You know what? What I wanted to see. Um, you you have watched Ted Lasso, right? Yeah, at least. And, and you know two... the the actress who on... plays Rebecca. She is actually a pretty good singer, and she has a, a Christmas special on Apple TV. I wanted to see it. Really? I haven't seen it yet. Okay, that, yeah, that'd be fun. So, all right. Well, uh, let's go back to the markets and our positions, and let's see what's happening here. So, first up, as we know, CSIQ, CSIQ doing its thing. I, I mean, just hanging here around 22, uh, a little bit too high to fly a rescue mission. Still very interested in flying a rescue mission at uh, at 20, but right now uh, we were just hanging in there. CSIQ not going anywhere, but I do believe based on what Paul is saying, that there might be some move either to the upside or to the downside. I don't think that CSIQ is very interest rate sensitive. And this is where I believe that either on Wednesday afternoon, it'll jump up or it'll drop down. Either way uh, is good for us. If it's going up, of course, if it's going down, we'll fly a rescue mission. So I believe that uh, this week we will see some action here in CSIQ. Yeah, I I'm with you on that one. Good. NEE. Any uh, today up uh, 0.27, 0.3%, still just hanging in there. Needs to break above 62. We talked about this. Yeah, three days ago, I saw Citigroup initiating a buy rating with a target of 69 for NEE. So that works for me. Work your well way on it. up. Well taken. Okay. Oxy. So I got assigned. I sold last week the 57 put. And it closed below 57, so I got a sign. So this morning, I was the proud owner of OxyShares. And uh, this is where I decided to sell calls against it. And uh, I want to zoom in here because I want to show what I was looking at. So I got a sign at, uh, at 57, right? And uh, selling this week's expiration. And I was thinking, okay, should I sell the 57, which is exactly my cost basis, or go one strike higher. So the main difference here is uh, if I go a strike higher, I receive less in premium immediately. So uh, this is where I'm making less money right now. And here I would make more money. However, if I'm selling the 57, I'm not making any money on the stock. Here with the 58, I would make a dollar for every share that I sold on the stock. So this would uh, accumulate to really nice premium here. Well, what are your thoughts, Mark? I mean, I decided to go <clears throat> with this one, and we, we discussed it this morning with the mastermind because, I mean, you would have would you have just uh, taken the money and run? Yes, <clears throat> especially the first week. I, I normally like to to go at the cost basis for week one uh, and then reevaluate. But that's a I mean that's a nice nice uh profit there if the stock does want to make a move um that's that's a tough call because yeah. 30 cents look good too and you, you see it's 38 percent annualized so not bad right and, and here we see the chart over the last two years so the question is if we are trading at the lower end of a range uh does oxy have a possibility of moving higher than 58 uh by the end of the week and i think with the news that came out here this morning i do believe so Right now, um, just hanging in there, still up a percent, but crude oil overall is down for the day, right? 
crude oil is just a tiny bit yep yeah anyhow so that's what i did i sold calls against my existing position now xom uh that's where for you same deal i mean you got assigned at 100. i was assigned at 100 and i sold the 100 calls and i got 90 cents on those which is 62 percent annualized so uh, bringing down my cost basis by 90 cents which works for me uh this is working out exactly as we planned getting assigned and immediately being able to sell calls i mean beautiful wheel trade here let's see where we stand on friday if we close below we just keep the premium and we have an opportunity to sell calls again if it closes for you above 100 and for me above 58 we get called away uh you're just keeping all this juicy premium i'm making a little bit of money on the stock and uh, we'll see what happens here for the remainder of the week yeah pnc the saga ends here <laughs> At least for one of us. Yes. So I let my PNC shares get called away on Friday. Uh, based on my plan, uh, I sold the 136 call. That was at my cost basis. And based on my plan, there really wasn't enough premium to extend the trade and roll the trade. So I uh, let those shares go. And I'm hey done with PNC. Nothing wrong with this. Uh, so you have another position open right now to see if there's anything coming up. And this week, uh, I expect the markets to move. I mean, either based on the CPI data tomorrow or on Wednesday based on the Fed data. So it, it does make sense to have an open position here. So it helps you. Um, for me, on the other hand, uh, my let's just zoom in here. So I sold the 143 calls last week. Uh, let's there we go. And as you can see, last week they expired worthless. So I chose this morning to do exactly the same thing. And uh, this is where I sold the 143. I didn't sell them for a dollar. I, I think I, I went for um, 80 cents or 85 cents. So $85. But uh, this works out great. So same trade as last week. And we'll see. I'm still in PNC. If PNC closes below 143, I'll just keep the premium and I'll do this again. If it closes above, I'm getting called away. And Mark's honestly, I don't think that I'm going to roll. But I'm going to get on Thursday. Huh? You got 95 cents. Oh, I got 95 cents? Okay. Jeez. Yeah. This morning we had a lot of trades going on <laughs> because we also had a beautiful WTF trade before we move out there. Uh, so this is yeah. our win the fear strategy. And uh, last week uh, we entered MU. So MU, uh, we, we entered right here and then today closed it with a very nice profit with the gap up this morning. So this worked out really, really well. Oh yeah, that was nice. Yeah. So nice bonus trade there. Okay. But back to the wheel trades, um, UPS, UPS, we're both still in UPS. Um, pulling back a little bit today, uh, a little bit surprising after FedEx made highs for the year. UPS not yet following. Um, I my cost basis 157.50, my break even uh, 150.52. Uh, so I'm looking to sell the 160 or 162. So I want to see that UPS has another update. But right now, not too surprised that right there at 157.50, we're seeing a little bit of resistance because we had this previously in, in the beginning of October already. Sure. 
Yeah, I, I think that that's fine. Staying in that little range there before a leg higher, uh, that that works for me. Hey, can't complain. So, I mean, overall, great day, collecting lots of premium. Our trades are working out so far. And uh, everything else, uh, looking good. Let's see what PNC does. Let's see if UPS can uh, pull a bit higher. And let's see what we are doing overall in the markets. Uh, the WTF trade, the win, the fear strategy worked out well. And the markets are just diddling along right now, uh, pretty much around the unchanged mark from Friday. And that is to be expected. Although you do owe me a, uh, some cookies based on the higher close on Friday when you thought it was going to be down. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if we we finished just a tiny bit lower, but I don't expect a lot of movement today. Yeah, you're right. Cookies. Uh, I'll bundle them with the cookies. steak. <laughs> <laughs> just had to rub that one in. <laughs> yeah. Hey, did you enjoy today's show? Because if so, give us a like. And if you feel that others can benefit from it, click share. There's a button right below. I would appreciate if you should, would share this show with others. If this is your first time here, Hope that you had fun. If so, uh, consider subscribing, hit the little notification bell. This way you get notified whenever we go live again. And with that said, we will be back here tomorrow. Have a great rest of your day. Happy trading, everybody.